What's up, pro wrestling fans? Welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury with me at the table, Adam Tollefson. And if I didn't have enough pressure on me tonight, fucking Kid Rock walked in my locker room. <laughs> told me he had the night off and I have to entertain him. Jesus. Jesus, Rick. Do you think he actually partied with Kid Rock that night? Oh, there think- is pictures. There is. Yeah, he got cleaned up. There's the two band-aids over his uh, little butterfly stitches. Yep, okay. dude. I'm guessing probably at Kid Rock's bar. In Nashville. In Nashville. I've been. It's a nice bar. It's like five, star- five stories, dude. Yeah, that was something else. We'll talk about... <laughs> Ric Flair's last match Woo. Uh, a little later in the stew, Adam. But as we sit down at the table, it is August the 3rd, 2022. And on this day in pro wrestling history, there's not a ton on this day in pro wrestling history, but in 1985, A huge 16-match card was held in Aloha Stadium in Honolulu, Hawaii, named the Polynesian Hot Summer Night, which I've never heard of. Um, The show, which was promoted by the Mayavia family, High Chief Peter, Son Rocky, of course, um, drew over 12,000 fans, featured talent from the U.S. and Japan, including Matt Bourne. Wow. Bad News Brown, Antonio Inoki, Bruiser Brody, and Ric Flair all on the show. That's dope. Uh, the show almost fell apart at the last minute when Jim Crockett, who's been in the... It's it's kind of common knowledge all of a sudden you're hearing the Crockett name. Yeah. It's his son, David. Um, Jim Crockett almost uh, pulled all of his wrestlers from the card over some dispute uh, with another wrestler that was on the card that he didn't want him working with. Really? And it was like a guy I've never heard of. I forgot to even jot it down. But he's like, I don't want any of my guys working with this guy. Like, he had a checkered past or something. Like, you know, Ronald fucking Smith was there. Like, nobody deal with him or I'll pull this whole thing. Yeah. Hmm. Cooler heads eventually prevailed. The boys all worked the show. And, yeah, 12,000 at the uh, Honolulu Stadium. So that's pretty cool. 1991, Tri-State Wrestling ran their Summer Sizzler 2 event. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at Penn Hall. Now, Tri-State Wrestling is pretty much a precursor to ECW. The the Eastern Championship Wrestling, before it even became Extreme Championship Wrestling. Gotcha. Um, The show only drew about 550 fans, headlined by a unique three falls match between Cactus Jack and Eddie Gilbert. All right. Um, Now, just last week on Cactus... or. McFoley's pod, Foley's, Foley's pod. pod. Right. Um, he actually talked about his feud with with Eddie Gilbert, and this was brought up. And it wasn't like one of those. Th- it was it was basically a three stages of hell match, but it wasn't one of those where each fall is going to occur right, you know, one after another. So it's like they open the show. Oh, and a falls count and then halfway match. down the yeah okay so like they open the st- they open the show cactus gets the win in a false count anywhere match I kind of like that midway through the card Eddie Gilbert takes a second fall in a in a stretcher match the main event main event's a cage match 
ends in a double disqualification. What are we as doing? Several, yeah, several other wrestlers like got in the cage and like the referees knocked out and they just start fucking shit up and it basically just ends in a schmaz. But I kind of like it because like they can get rested up in between. But yeah, I if like it that ends too. That, like I don't know. I don't know, but check out Foley's pod because that's that podcast. Okay. So that show and the Kevin Nash show kind of come on my radar at similar times. Kevin Nash does not want to talk about wrestling. I'm fucking convinced. Like this last week too. Oh yeah. He does not. Oh yeah. But Foley is is all about it. And it's very it's a very entertaining listen. It's Conrad, obviously. Also, how do you feel about um Sean Oliver as being the host? Of the Kevin Nash show because he kind of rubs me the wrong way. I agree. Um, I've only seen Sean from like the shoot stuff. Yeah, and so it while it it, it it's a shoot a, a shoot interviewer that is buddies with the guy. Yeah, and they they I feel like I'm well, not, I feel like he's like certain guys. Like he probably gets along with certain guys yeah. and doesn't get along with others. And obviously Kevin and, is one of those where he does. And okay, here's a good example. So um they're talking about honky tonk man this week on Click This. That is one of my favorite parts of their show is when they'll play a clip of somebody like burying Kevin Nash yes. and he's got a rebuttal for the it. A stiff one or something. Yeah, right. Something like yeah. And then Sean's like, Oh, I asked him this. This is me. By the way, he brought in a whole uh Gatorade bottle full of vodka. vodka. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That was shit. his request. But I kinda need uh... Oh, so you like when they talk about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Not the other bullshit. So I I like that he's that shoot guy, but him and Nash are buddies. So like they're both cracking jokes, and I don't know. Like you could you could cut that show down big time to a half hour uh, with just wrestling, or maybe just the shit I'm interested in. I don't know. Like they got to get into some wrestling stuff, or I'm going to stop listening. And I like Kevin Nash. I do like when he's talking about almost anything. I, I find him in pretty intriguing, and he's just a laid-back guy. Like fucking two hours, and, and honestly, you, you kind of got to sift. You do. And I don't want to sift. No. Right. 1996, ECW ran their Doctor Is In show from the ECW arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, featuring... The ECW debut of Steve Dr. Death Williams, hence the show name. Also on the card, the Gangsters won the tag team titles in a fatal four-way. And Sabu defeated RVD in a stretcher match oh, yeah. that ended their ECW feud. One of the biggest feuds of all time in that company. 1997, WWF held SummerSlam Heart and Soul from East Rutherford, New Jersey. Couple results from that show, and we covered it about a year. Well, exactly that the a year. Brett ago. Undertaker one. That was yes. yeah. Mankind defeats Triple H in a cage. Oh yeah, and it, I don't know if that was the debut of China, but it was pretty close. Uh, Bret Hart defeated the Undertaker for the WWF Championship in the cage. Shawn Michaels was the guest referee. Remember how that whole thing went down? That's right. Um, also, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Owen Hart for the Intercontinental Title. With a broken freaking neck that Owen broke in that match. A um, couple other notes. It was the last show for Todd Pettengill. Interesting. However, because he's the backstage interviewer guy, mm-hmm. it's the very first show for Michael Cole. 
Oh. He's been with the company ever since. That's fucking. That's a twenty-four year run under Vince McMahon is very fucking impressive. That guy has taken so much verbal abuse. So, <laughs> one of the things that, like Matt McCarthy said from the We Watch Wrestling pod because he used to work there is Michael Cole's one of those guys that will give it back to Vince. Yeah. And, like, that's why he's still there. Oh, there's been audio. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah, he's like, I know, Vince. I fucking said that. Uh, here's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's, like. <laughs> I love that. I do, too. Because at a certain level, g- Vince has to respect a little bit. I got to think that um, Ronaldo. Maro. Maro Ronaldo, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't built for. No. You know what? I'd love to see him come back That'd under a different reign. I would love to see, like, a fucking. NXT black and gold invasion angle. Mm. How sweet would that be? Be fucking, I'd sign me up. Champa Gargano, like leading the charge. Hey man. Summer survivor series is the next thing. Like let's, let's do it. Triple H is going war games. Yeah. We're going to need <laughs> Will Regal back. <laughs> no, Triple Something. H is going to say it. A um, couple other, well, one other note from that show, the title win by Bret Hart was his fifth. And final in the company, but at that time tied him with Hulk Hogan as the most WWF championships at that time. Has that been? Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Well, if after just Cena's got. I 16. just remembered Cena since <laughs> something as it left my lips. You know? yeah. yeah, you just wanted to grab those words back. I was back, like, right? what yeah. is anybody? Right. 2010 Highspots owner and parent company Michael Bukikio and High Spots Incorporated and filed a lawsuit. Against TNA star Ric Flair in the Superior Court of North Carolina, High Spots had given Flair two loans. One of one, one of which was thirty-one grand. The second one, so the thirty-one grand they loan him, um, it's basically an upfront payment for like signings and appearances and things of that nature. Okay, but before he even makes good on that, he comes back to Michael. And wants thirty six grand, and he puts up the big, the ten pounds of gold, the NWA oh, championship, the I've big globe. That's right. Up uh, as collateral, and then like a long time goes by, and he doesn't pay them back. So then Michael goes to like try to auction off the belt to recoup the thirty six grand, mm-hmm. and some other company pops in and says, "Whoa, whoa wait a minute." Uh, we actually have already loaned Ric Flair money, and that is the collateral for for our loan. Um, <laughs> so he finds out that another company already has collateral on that loan, and I don't know. It's a it's a multiple year long messy messy feud, and for people to say that Ric Flair didn't just have his last match because he's out of money, I don't know. That's true. If that's true, I agree. To be honest, with I you. heard Colt talk about it on um. Uh, he's fucked the, over so many people. The, the anonymous one or whatever. Yeah, like people called in or you know, and, and it's. I think the ROA. I think he owes. Uh, owes like oh, he Harry skipped Silken, out. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Thirty grand. He yes, I think I, this must have been. This is the guy outside <laughs> of Walmart asking for ten dollars to get gas on his way home. <laughs> he, only his number is thirty grand. <laughs> <laughs> and that dude's is ten bucks. Yeah. Yep. And, but no, yeah, he definitely took money Cole from Ring of Honor the and then showed up for one show. Yes. And then didn't fulfill then said, any other Fuck obligations. you on the rest of it. Yeah. Nah. Nah. I think Ric Flair is a terrible person. I think you're right. 2010, same exact day, Samoa Joe was suspended by TNA. 
apparently he's not happy with uh, after his match with Jeff Hardy. And he was very vocal about it and back after the match. Even goes into the production truck and starts giving shit to those guys. The problem that we were told that got him suspended was that he went into the production truck during the broadcast to complain, which is seen as a like breach of etiquette, if you will. Mm. Um, he's just suspended for like three weeks before he comes back. But basically what it boils down to is he the finish with Jeff Hardy was going to be a time limit draw, and for some reason, over the house mic or whatever, like they said, thirty seconds remaining or something like that, mm-hmm. which he thought tipped the bit, you know, oh, okay. tipped the finish. They weren't doing that the whole time. No, it's not oh, like New Japan where gotcha. like every five minutes. I thought they maybe say they it. said that like it, um like it was established. Like if it what you're saying is. That wasn't a fucking thing. Yeah, and then and until 30- Jeremy Borash got on the mic and what said the hell? it. Yeah. yeah, so he was pissed about that, but the suspension lasts all of three weeks before he's back on the show. Birthdays. How many? Uh, two. Okay. Aaron Stevens. Oh, AKA yeah. Damian Sandow, for those that don't watch NWA. He was a Miz's a stunt Damian Mizdow. <laughs> yeah. He is 43. 40 on the nose. Ah. Uh, how about this one? Let me see if you can find his uh, gimmick name. If I tell you his real name, okay. Eric Esch, E S C H, E S C H. It's kind of a trick question. Gosh, is it um, is it easy three? Butterbean. <laughs> oh, I would have never got that in a million years. I know that's why I said it. It's kind of a trick question. Fifty nine. 56. All right. 56 for the old Butterbean, which we're going to see coming to play fairly shortly in the old uh, old Retro Retro Raw Review review. because he's going to take on the champion of the Brawl for All. And uh, what a hell of a segue into this. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. This is the August 3rd, 1998 episode. We are at the San Diego Sports Arena in San Diego, California. Show is going to start off with the Nation of Domination making their way to the ring. Captain by the Rock, who with Owen Hart is going to be taking on Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker for the tag team titles tonight. Uh, Rock wastes no time calling out those two individuals, but instead, Commissioner Slaughter heads down to the ring. Rocky gets all of his catchphrases in, like gets in all of his catchphrases before the glass breaks. Stone Cold Steve Austin runs down to the ring, gets uh gets beat down pretty good, and the Undertaker can't seem to make the save because he's being attacked by mankind. What are you gonna do? And Kane. Kane shows his face, but he just like walks back. I don't know. Okay. Um, eventually, Austin gets a steel chair. The old equalizer fends off the nation before the show goes to break. We come back. We got match number one. We got the Godfather versus Two Cold Scorpio in one of those brawl for all matches. Uh, Godfather was defeated in the first round by Dan the Beast Severn, but apparently the Beast pulled out of the tournament. He probably saw what bullshit writing was on the wall with this whole thing. It's like, fuck this. Yeah. Remember, he was very indignant during the whole first match. Like, he wasn't listening to the ref. And that yeah, was weird. It was very weird. I was surprised he even got the win with. He was getting points deducted and all kinds of shit. So, yeah. so he was withdrawals, and then so we got Godfather and, and Scorpio. Yeah. Now, Scorpio could have taken the easy way out of the match as the Godfather offered up three of his uh, finest ladies 
I won't use the terminology he said. He calls them hoes. In exchange for a forfeit, um, Too Cold instead chooses to fight. Probably not the best choice because uh, I did think, hands down, this was the best brawl for all match we've seen so far. Thus far? Yeah, man. There there wasn't a whole lot of takedown effect. Uh, I think Scorpio goes for like two. And both of them are kind of thwarted by Godfather. But Evenly for, matched. But for yes. the rest of it, like, they're throwing fucking hands, dude. Yeah. And I dug it. Um, Godfather does win. But, like I said, entertaining match. And uh, Scorp should have probably took the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Bail out, dude. That's got to be the first. Now, this becomes a thing. But I think this is the first time that the ever, the... The forfeit is offered in exchange for the ladies, right? Because now it's gonna you're gonna see it like every week. Oh yeah, yeah. This becomes a thing. <laughs> I suppose this is the Godfather. Yeah, match number what two. What else would you do it for? <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Pimping ain't easy, and it certainly is not. Match number two. We got the New Age Outlaws versus Kane and Mankind. Outlaws. They're looking for some revenge here as Kane and Mankind beat them for the tag team titles, then went and lost them to The Undertaker and Stone Cold. A win here is going to no doubt get them a title shot. I thought this was a pretty fun match. The attack uh, Mankind off or Mankind right off the bat. Yep, that was fun. Yeah, uh, competitive. It, like was. it was fun Back to and watch. Forth, it was a good tag match. Yeah, Kane ends up pinning Road Dog, who wasn't even the legal man. So maybe they got a they got a gripe there right they get the the win yeah yeah they get the win uh for that team seems like this whole thing's far from over we'll see where it goes next up hawk addresses the fans he apologizes for the uh his actions last week Mm. there's a half in the bag Mm. three quarters in the bag all the way in the bag i don't know two thousand in the bag dude uh he was (laughs) i don't know if they're still gonna go somewhere with this but remember last week when he like wrestled a match completely hammered yeah, but it's like, I don't like fake hammered. I hate fake hammered. It looks so fake. Especially when the guy's actually going through a problem in real life. Yeah, dude. You shouldn't prey on that, but whatever. No. Nope. So match number three, we got Hawk versus Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know Jarrett's crusade to kick the asses of those who <laughs> who have demons went back this far. But that was like the crux of his match with Ric Flair, too. This week, 24 years later. Yeah. And he only got sober 20 years later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Hawk steals a victory with a neck breaker when uh, Double J's attention was on Tennessee Lee, who was trying to remove his belt buckle so Jeff could use it as a weapon. We've seen that before. Southern Justice. Yeah. Attacks after the match. Yeah. L-O-D. Animal comes down to congratulate Hawk, but they are attacked by the Southern Justice. After that, this is probably the longest segment on the show. Mr. McMahon's heading to the ring. He's accompanied by the Stooges and Sergeant Slaughter. He's plugging SummerSlam. Uh, he says that Stone Cold and Steve Austin and The Undertaker are on parallel highways. Remember, this is... So last year they did SummerSlam Heart and Soul. Yep. This year it's SummerSlam Highway to Hell. So He says that Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and The Undertaker are on parallel highways. But that... Those highways are going to intersect on August 30th at SummerSlam. And that must be the main event of the show, right? That's the first time we're really told about it, though. Yeah. Taker wanted his title match last week, but this is the first time that it's made official, I guess. Uh, McMahon also predicts that there will be a new tag team champion crowned tonight as Austin and The Undertaker are not going to be able to coexist in the match with the Nation of Domination, which is going to be The Rock and Owen Hart. Uh 
He then continues to try to drive a wedge between Austin and The Undertaker. Makes a lot of good points. You know, he's able to look at the video screen and be like, well, why don't we go back to this? What happened where here? Was, uh, where was The Undertaker when this was going on? Absolutely. You know? um, <laughs> so, he's, yeah, he's just trying to throw out all these accusations. Calls for The Undertaker to come out to answer to those accusations. But as soon as he gets to the ring, Vince says that he just proved his point. But, I, but he... This doesn't go anywhere because Austin, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the glass breaks. Stone Cold Steve Austin's out there. Uh, Steve says he doesn't give a damn about the tag belts and then heads up the ramp. Taker grabs the mic, tells uh, Austin, basically, this is exactly what Vince McMahon wants. Like, he's driving a wedge in between us. Oh, first he's like, hey, boy. Yeah. Oh, Austin didn't like that. And then, yeah, he's like, Vince is doing exactly what he wants to do. Yeah. Don't you see You're that? acting exactly yes. how he wants you to act. Right. And he says, why don't you get back in this ring and take what is rightfully yours, meaning one of those tag team championships. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin does go back in the ring, grabs one of those titles, and then just heads up the ramp. I liked it. Vince is livid that they didn't like come to blows over <laughs> yeah. it. Like, he thought I this want was them to fight. Plan. Right. Yeah. Um, Taker also says that Steve is the safest man in the whole company until SummerSlam, which is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Austin didn't like that. Also, back doesn't need your protection, dead man. Of course. Um, also, the um, Highway to Hell thing. Yeah. Did you hear Jericho talking about um, they would do a WrestleMania after party? Oh, an ACDC cover band? And? Oh. Rolling Stones? Yes. And it'd be the same... Cover because band? it's a fairly niche uh, band, right? Like you got to have both. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do it Those every- are Vince's two favorite bands. Yeah, and every year he did that for like a long time, like four years or something. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. That is me. so hilarious. It just shows how out of touch he is. Yes, right? it makes sense. Yeah. It's probably like there's so much turnover here. Half these people haven't seen this particular ACD. How do you like that ACDC? Yeah. Not a fan? Wait a while. Fade How to black like and black. <laughs> That's got to be the name of the oh, cover band. That is a past ACW. AC, I almost said ACW. ACDC Rolling, Rolling Stones, Stones cover band name. Of all time. Fade to black and black. I'm going to think about a better one, but right now you're Good winning. fucking luck, pal. <laughs> uh, match number four, we got X-Pac versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Break it down. This is coming off last week when um, they were in that triple threat with Rock. Rock took the count out loss, but saved his skin, saved his intercontinental title. The winner here is going to get a shot at the intercontinental title. I presume it's SummerSlam, but they didn't say. Uh, both guys come to the ring together. They said that prior to the match that they're going to be professional. However, they both obviously want to be the Intercontinental Champion, so they both want to win this match. I like it. I expected a good, just, you know. Back and forth. Back and forth, winner take the match. The better man winning. China saw things differently. She hooked X-Pac's leg when he was going to go for the Bronco Buster. He turns around, starts jawing with her. She smacks him in the she face. punches him. She, yeah. yeah, she jaws him one. Uh, so she does not stay neutral. Um, that allowed Hunter Hearst Helmsley to hit a pedigree for the win, and X-Pac super pissed. Nothing actually boils over in the ring. They just kind of, you know, doesn't. I think he pushes him. Yeah, they, the you end. know, but that, there's no. N- that's it. Yeah, nothing crazy. Like they still walk out together and whatnot. Sure. Match number five. We got Val Venus versus Taka. Or no, it's Val Venus and, and Taka. 
Taka Michinoku versus Dick Togo and Funaki. And the rest of Kai and Tyre at ringside as well, including Yamaguchi-san's wife. And it wasn't too long into the match that uh, old Taka Michinoku turned on Val Venus. My sister. Yeah. The revelation. Yamaguchi's wife is Taka's sister. Yeah, so not only did uh, she disgrace his family. You're fucking with Taka now. You're, talk- you're fucking with Taka now. They drag his ass up the ramp. Poor Val. All the way to the backstage area. And they go to this several times and dragging him around the backstage area. We don't actually see any uh, uh, real conclusion to this, but I'm sure we will next week. Match number six, we got D'Lo Brown versus Dan the Beast Severn for the Uni- uh, no the European Championship. Way off from the United States Championship. Two things. Um, number one, Dan is the reason D'Lo is wearing the chest protector because he fucked him up in that weird submission. Right few weeks back. And two, Dan got involved in the European Championship match the night before on Heat, the first episode of Heat, with Ken Shamrock. So I was like, oh, I fully expect a, uh, a receipt here. Mark Henry hence the ring uh, to observe during this match, as does Steve Blackman. All these people are just coming down there. Moments later, a crazed Ken Shamrock marches down the ramp and just goes right in the ring, starts fucking shit up, giving D'Lo the win by disqualification. And so then, is Henry in the steps, too? Yeah, he's fucking Shamrock up everybody. As he's celebrating on the stage, Edge attacks him, and just as quickly, Edge is gone. So that was I, li- I like sneak attack Edge. Sneak attack Edge? Yeah. He's fun right now. I think he had a heat match, they said. Uh, but I obviously didn't watch Heat. This isn't the Retro Heat review, guys. Sorry. That's right. Uh, <laughs> next up, Tiger Ali sings in the ring. He's doing the whole million-dollar man gimmick where he pays people to do degrading shit. It's now, bad. we haven't really seen Tiger. At least saw a promo from him and maybe one match. I think one match. But that was like, like a squash match. six months ago. It's been a long time. I'm like, he's still around, huh? Still around. Um yeah, he's doing the the whole thing. They showed footage of a, a gal on heat eating dog food for $500. Then, yeah, tonight he's like, actually, I'm going to pay you money to put... Uh, no, to take clothing off first. Then, yeah, then and then He says, gets this big sweaty Betty out of the crowd. Oh, boy. And she takes her shirt off. He's like, all right, that's $500. And then she takes her pants off. He's like, that's $500. And then she goes to take her bra off. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Like, yeah, I'll give you $500. To put on all your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Back on. So I hope she won. You know, I hope she walked out of there $1,500 $1, richer. It's like, this is what you Americans like. Yeah. Typical shit. Then they do a cut to the, the back a couple times, like I said, for to check on Val Venus. Does not look good for the big Val Boski. I mean, Does it's like five not. on one at this point. They're beating the shit out of him in a hallway. Um, Dragging him through. Choppy, choppy, pee, pee. It's coming. Then we get the main event. It's match number seven on the card. It's The Rock and Owen Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker. Crowd super fucking hot for this one. Oh, yeah. Why like, wouldn't she be? They were digging the hell of this. This is arguably like the top three guys in the company at this point. Absolutely. Sprinkle in a little Owen Hart because you know he's good for it. Fuck yeah. Um, can't, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. And this was this was a good match. Yes. And fucking Jim Ross was so excited during this whole thing. Like him calling this is a classic, you know, attitude era call. And you think about it, a couple of these guys are definitely his guys, like the sure. rock. 
Austin. Um, Austin are both his fucking guys. So to see them. Even Owen. They got, you know. Yeah, to see those guys, you know, get to the top of the mountain in the company, he's obviously very excited about it. Um, Undertaker ends up tombstoning Owen Hart for the win while Austin and The Rock were on the bat, uh, outside kind of doing battle. Mankind then attacks Undertaker. Kane hits the ring and hits Mankind with a chair inadvertently, but they're like, who is he aiming for? You know, they're really right. dragging this whole thing yes. out. Who is he? Who is he trying? Yeah. Taker then picks up the chair. Hits Mankind with the chair. Yeah, it looks like he might hit Kane, but Mankind's back to his feet at that point. He waffles him with it. The New Age Outlaws attack. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just complete pandemonium. The whole the show goes off the ring. The classic Attitude Era shit where the whole, you know, as we're going off the air, the crowd is treated to, like, the ring filling up with superstars and just doing battle. Awesome and then you stunts, know, road dog. Yeah, you know that um, once they get it sorted out, there's going to be a dark main event there's of, a like, six a fucking six-man or an eight-man or something. Yeah, totally. Extra attitude. We didn't get it, didn't but get it. That, that house crowd did. Exactly. Sign of the times. Um, I'll be honest. I watched this. I'm trying to think of where I watched this episode at. But, like, I don't know if I was watching on a smaller TV oh. or if it was just a shittier camera shot. But I, I got, like, three or four, but nothing crazy. It was Yeah, I don't, I, I don't have a – I'm not bountiful, but I'll start. Uh, because especially in the first, you know, the fireworks go off, and then they're panning the crowd. And I'm constantly pausing. Me too. And, and I was I like, want I can't one make this they, shit out. I don't like, want the one that's in the front row. Right. Yes. Because you know I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start. Sable, show us your hands. I got that. I love that. That was perfect. That was very, very good callback. Um, Nation of constipation. Smell what the crock is cooking. And That's I was like, pretty that good. That's a lot of words on a poster, and it board, all works. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Valvin Valvinus does snuff films. Make snuff films. That's my last one. What else you got? Uh, free baller. Where are you? <laughs> I don't know what that means. But sometimes I like the weird ones. I don't either. I think it's just his buddy. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to, supposed to be here, free brawler. <laughs> FB, man. FB. Is that all you got? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that fucking sable show us your hands. That's was the, perfect. That was great. That was so good. Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's a part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. Well, um, after so many reveals last week from Mattel, obviously we knew we were going to hit a skid here where like nothing was going to be announced. Um... Like, yeah. no real announcements came on my radar. Did you hear anything? Uh, what is the AEW, is it Ultimates, or they have a weird name? Supreme. Supreme. Uh, I saw that Britt Baker and Cody. Yeah, they started shipping. Oh, that's what that was? Yeah, they fi- yeah. people are finally starting to get those in hand, which is nice. Um, I do feel like I want to collect that set, so I didn't pre-order anything. They were kind of expensive, like... For the set of two, it was like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not fully invested in that. So I'm not sure yet. There are, so I'm in this, one of these Facebook groups called Raffle Mania, which I've probably, I don't know how many tries, how many bites at the apple I had on a, <laughs> uh, on a, uh, no holds barred set okay. during Comic Con weekend, yeah. but people are like, 
you know, a, a 10 liner for 20 bucks a pop. Sure. Or I bet I'm, I bet I'm 16 already on that with, <laughs> with no fucking figure. The point to show like, for I should just bought it straight yeah, out. It's yeah. getting there. So you know, I see a couple of those on there today. People are getting that in hand, which is nice. Um, ultimate Hogan's, um, the WrestleMania nine one where it has like the black eye and shit. Yes. Mine said it was supposed to be delivered today. It got canceled today fucking irritating bullshit and i'm seeing that all over the place and i think that was an amazon exclusive so i don't even know if there was another way to go about it oh it wasn't a walmart deal or no, what's the one that always cancels is it walmart walmart target, target. they all kind they, of do fuck they? Me. yeah they, they all kind of fuck me um but walmart's notorious for it target's a little better but but still not great but there there's a target target usually carries the ultimates and they have the mr t and the hogan from like wrestlemania one Mm-hmm. That are starting to hit stores now. I like it, but like I, I kind of wanted this WrestleMania Nine fan takeover one that they had, and apparently, um, I, I I was skeptical two days ago when it said it was going to be here Wednesday because originally it said like uh, October. And oh it yeah, popped up. Or That's whatever. weird. A lot of people are more upset about it than I am, but whatever. Uh, someone did post in one of the groups that, like, there's some second series, not all of them, but some of them on the pole mart. Oh, so, I'll get into that in a minute. That's for what? The, uh, the, you already the super, got them, man. The superstars. The yeah, superstars. The superstars. Yeah. Sorry. These are the ultimates. Okay. I'm talking superstars, so I just hopped over real quick. All they had was Razor and Sean. For twenty nine ninety nine, shipped, shipped, and yeah. I got in, and it and it already shipped. Yeah, you'll see it in like two days. It's fucking um, awesome. I had speaking of that, Sean. I pre ordered it on Walmart dot com like the fucking day it went up. I just <laughs> got an email today about the pre order data. The <laughs> data change, yeah. Paul Mart, you oh, rule, yeah, dude. dude. I don't know if you want to be a, a mall cop or whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to do, keep doing it though. Um, what else? Oh, the Chase Thunder Rosa figure, the AEW Unrivaled. I think blue it's series joint. nine or ten. Yeah, yeah, blue or green, whatever. Um, that Chase is starting to pop up all over the place. Um, mm. I just want everybody to know out there that I am looking for it. Hey, man, do Maddie a favor. And it's not one of those that's like, you know, you remember like the Cody or some of those series one, series two, or it's like one of 500. I, okay. This is a, Matt, this is a. Stop one. right now. Okay. I don't get Chases. I don't see them in public. Uh, uh, for wrestling tees never sends me them. I'm not a chase guy. I've never seen, but if I ever see one, I will buy one. For yeah. You. you have to buy it. Um, I've never seen an AEW chase in, in the wild. Okay. Ever. Um, but this is not something where it's like super duper limited. Like these are, there, there's 3000 or 5,000 of these. It's not sure. like super crazy. So, I mean the retail, the, the resell value, I guess people are getting probably 80 to a hundred bucks for buying a $20 figure. That's fair. Not crazy. And honestly, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just looking for one of those. Um, I'm only putting that out there into the ether because it has already paid off for me. Um, once. Yeah. Um, our buddy Mike hit me up. Nothing crazy, but our brother, our buddy Mike, Randy Fitzsimmons. Absolutely. Um, he hit me up. He's like, aren't you looking for this? And it was the X-Pac DX army. That's that's hitting targets all over the place now. And you know we'll get you back. Yes, I fucking love that shit. So like, whatever you're looking for, put it out in the ether. Yeah. Maybe somebody helps you out. Um, what else we got here? Oh, Pro Wrestling Tees. They have a summer sale that's going on from right now as you hear my voice. Only for 72 hours through August 6th. Code is summertime. We have four shirt designs up. Uh, you get twenty percent off your order. 
ProWrestlingTees.com slash DorksideOTR will get you to our store. Or, honestly, if you just go on Pro Wrestling Tees and search Dorkside, all one word, that's right. you'll uh, you'll see all four of the designs there. No imitations there. No imitations. Highly imitated, never duplicated. duplicated there you right. go. Um, new arrivals. Got anything, sir? I got the Ric Flair's. Okay, are we still missing a Ric Flair? I think so. The blue okay. one, maybe? I think it's the purple. Is there a purple? If you okay, show so me purple. Red robe. Ooh, I do have that. Blue robe? Oh, I think I have purple robe. I don't have purple. Um, Interview? Yep. That's, which uh, that's had a chase. The chase mountain. The space mountain one. I got one. Fuck you, did. <laughs> I did they get set one. you one? Yeah. <sighs> what yeah. did I do to pro wrestling tees? <laughs> I already sold it. I don't care. <laughs> I, I never, I've sold. never gotten anything. I sold I that never thing get so anything. fast. Um, <laughs> I sold that thing so fast. <laughs> okay. Here, also, just to round up, <laughs> uh, just to round out, Ric Flair's also got the bloody, I, yes, which is I got great, the bloody like yesterday or something. Okay, it, it, they're fantastic. So no, I did. I sent you a picture of it. You I, know, sold my photo. What? I sent you a photo of my chase. And said, do I flip this thing now or wait till he dies on his last match and up the value? And a text? Half joking. Yeah, it was a text. Um, but I did get the Chase interview, Ric Flair. Um, and then I was like. How did I miss that? Did you see it now? Yeah. Yeah, it was your birthday. You were whooping it up probably. I would have killed you. <laughs> I'm like, it's my birthday. Give me half. <laughs> so, so anyways. um. It's one of those things where there's like, I don't know, five or ten guys out there that are micro brawler completists. Yeah. Like they have I dig to that. have it. I like that. And I, I, you know, like the guy that I, the Oscar Perez is his name that I traded my, my sting for his Scott Hall, whatever. He was a, he was a, he's a completist. Um, unfortunately, he was still waiting for his package to arrive when I first showed that I had the chase um, because I pulled the old million dollar man thing like. Everybody's got a price, you know. Whatever. Oh, and the you would have gave him like, but you would have gave him like first dibs because he, he's a well, bro. Probably because we've already had rapport. Like sure, I've literally sure. sent him a chase on faith, and he's done the same for yeah. me. So you, um, you, yeah, I get so it. anyways, I get um, I put it up because because I know how this works. The first like few people to sell it seem to get the most money out of it, mm-hmm. and then it kind of trickles down from there. So I go on eBay and I see that the the there's one hanging out for two days on there for two ninety nine ninety nine or whatever, three hundred dollars. Yeah. So and but it hasn't been purchased. Okay. Okay. And so it's like two days go by, hasn't been purchased. It's gonna flip this table over. Well, you're probably still gonna flip it over then if that's gonna if that number is gonna get if that number is gonna Jesus get you. Jesus Christ! All right, but I, I, like I said, I know I know that you got to be early to the game. But with this one, I was like the hype from his last match, and if something does go wrong, honestly, the price might go up. I don't know. Oh but my anyways, god! If you die. so, I po- I put po- yeah. I'm sorry, Rick. <laughs> sorry, Rick. Um, but no, I post on Saturday like I show the in the microbrawler group that I got the chase. And basically said, like, you know, not actively looking to sell it because I don't care if I keep it. But um, but everybody I said, but like the million dollar man that says everybody's got a price or whatever. The fucking 
flood of messages I get while I'm at work. It's just insane. And um, there's one guy that I do know. His name's Ryan. Um, he is a co-host, I think, on the the Wrestling Nerd broadcast okay. podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I got a pen of his. He hits sure. me up, and he's like, "Well, I gotta ask, what's your price or whatever?" And I said, uh, "I said, well, there's." I said, I, I don't know, but I'm, I said, I'm in the 275 range. And he's like, okay, I'm looking for anything in trade. And honestly, like I love that. the way micro brawler works, like I'm not, I'm really not looking for anything in trade in micro brawler. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if you go back a couple of weeks, you absolutely would be. The Scott Hall. Yeah. yeah, yeah Scott Hall yeah, yeah, yeah. Chase. Sure. But I don't want but like. He's asking that. You know, what if you, if yeah. that doesn't go down, you're like, fuck yeah, dude, I'm after sure, this. Sure, so sure, that's sure. why he's asking. No, I get that. But I'm. But my response to him was, I, I'm pretty much just looking to sell it outright. And while I'm in conversations with him, several other guys are, you know, messaging me. Or did whatever. you bring up Bernard the Bear? Because you love Bernard the Bear. <laughs> I did not. Okay, I sorry. don't love him. I'm kidding. I hate him. Um, so anyways, I say basically, you know, hey, I'm not looking for. I didn't say his last name. Trade skis. I don't know. I don't know. Because that's another thing is so many people hit me up after the fact. Like after I did post, hey, sold, there was a lot of how much did this sell for? Really? I never mentioned the guy's name who purchased it. But I did say, hey, there is a, there's one on eBay right now for buy it now, $2.99. I said, I shot a little bit lower than that to move it quickly. Yeah. Which is what I did. Makes sense. I get $2. that. $2.75 yeah. is what I sold it for. The 12 hours after I purchased it. The Flair's having his last match. That some bitch is on his way to California. Like, Yeah. I feel like I made the right play there. Uh, you think? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I really do think, as Alanis Morissette would say. It's perfect because our uh, <laughs> hotel. <laughs> yes, yes. It's seventy-five went yes. over, bro. All right, you got it. I padded that lope today, Adam. Don't you ask me about Fuck that? Yeah, <laughs> you know I did. <laughs> uh, Absolutely right. Okay, that's great. Um, I but I speaking of Palmar earlier. I think I did. I think I told you about all the shit I got last week. Yeah, so all the new shit is shit that you got. Minus a chase that you don't have anymore. No, I don't. It's gone. <laughs> um, but no, I did get most of Series 2 and 3 from Palmart. I, I tipped that bit a little bit last oh, I week. I saw Kevin Nash down there. So, yeah, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Shawn Michaels from Series 2. We're missing Ultimate Warrior, which I don't think... I've never seen that on Palmart yet, but if I do, I'll jump on it. Because, honestly, twenty nine ninety nine shipped is... Three dollars over retail shipped. You know what yeah, I mean? Like that's, I'm good. With that. And I placed that order on Tuesday. I had it on Saturday. Yeah, it already told me it was like shipping. I was like, yeah. Okay. Um, and then series three, I got Million Dollar Man, Mankind, and Papa Shango. So we're oh, missing yeah. all. We're missing the Undertaker uh, from that set. But yeah, same. So how is he making money off of three bucks? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I and no I ain't idea. gonna knock it. No, I think, Paul Mart. Do your thing. No, I think he's. Because, okay, so even though those are Walmart-exclusive figures... Oh, is that all it I is? I think that That's only... That's like pers- Walmart? Yeah. Well, I don't know. No, 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 no. Because he sells all kinds of other shit. Yeah, it's... Okay. Hot Wheels, comics, all this stuff. Yeah, 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 I think it's because maybe his name is Paul, and everybody's like... And he has all this inventory. People are like, oh, you're like Walmart, but your name is Paul. We'll call you Paul Mart, or whatever. You know what I mean? But... 
I think because he's not like a big box store, mm-hmm. he's able to order cases from Mattel probably. Okay. So he might be paying. I bet he's, bulk I bet money he's doubling his sure. money. Yeah. Is what when I would, you, when what you I get shit in bulk, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, had like a, I had a shipment from Roosevelt shirts. Have you ever heard of these? They're like, uh, I don't want to say silk shirts because they're not, but they're uh, these graphic shirts that, that come from. Oh. And they do collabs with a lot of different companies. WWE just happens to be one of yes. them. Yes, yes. Um, I already showed you my shirt today. Um, yes. For this our, is dope. So I, my fantasy football team name for years has been the Mega Powers. Yeah, Matt's and Mega Powers. And I have a, now I have a sweet-ass button-up Mega Powers shirt. That is really good. And these are pricey shirts. I bought these shirts the like 10 minutes after I sold that Chase Flair. Because <laughs> I can't justify a $60 no, button-up shirt otherwise. Um, but I did get another one. Oh, boy. I got another one. I'll show you here. You're the first one to see this. Um, and this one's a little uh, gaudy. Like, the time must be right to wear it, I guess. It's not like that other one. Interesting. Um but they got together with 20 different artists that all did a Scott Hall drawing or whatever. Get the fuck out of and here. And it's uh it's basically an all over print. Oh my god. Scott dude, Hall Razor Ramon so shirt. Perfect. And uh How yeah. cool is that? It's pretty crazy. Like that's oh a fucking crazy god. design. That's fucking dope. But yeah. So I got that. That's some uh Hal uh kind Haney of like Hal Haney. I think he was that's one of the style. artists that that got it you on. You know that. what I mean? Uh, so I have that, and I talked to Kendra, my wife, and I, but I'm like, I'm gonna, I feel like I want to build my Scott Hall shirt collection up to where I can wear like one a day for an entire month or something, like his birth month or something. Scott Hall month, yeah, Scott I Hall like month. That. I'll let you know when it's coming. I don't know how many I have at this point. I seen some ones on uh, WWE, and I was, I, I thought about you. There's I'm a like, couple ones that are okay. Yeah, if, if you want to send me the ones that, and then like the next to it was like billion dollar asshole selling sale. I kind of want, like, want that. Yeah, I kind of want. I like the one that's white. It says like, if people think I'm an asshole, congratulations. You're, I am. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm a, and they're just letting it ride. I guess sell off that inventory. I guess. Uh, what else? The last thing I got. Oh, the I'm in Minneapolis. The minute I hear Vince McMahon has retired. And yep. Stephanie McMahon is now COO of the company or whatever. And I remember this magazine cover and I hop on eBay and I search it out. And for like $15, I got a mint copy of this November 2001 WWE magazine, which is <laughs> Holy shit, kids. I'm looking at the cover of the WWF magazine. Like Matt said, uh, November 2001, and it says Doomsday for Daddy. <laughs> Steph. And and Stephanie McMahon is in the catcher position. Really hot stuff, too. Yes. Uh, lighting an 8x10 of her father. That's fucking pretty sweet. On fire. So. Stephanie's my- evil plan to destroy the Federation. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so Just this wait a, a while. He'll do it himself. Well, this is one of those things where it's like. Um, if you ever get the opportunity to get yeah. something signed by Stephanie McMahon, oh my God. this is it. Should be like, really? Okay. So, yeah. Um, I mean, in two, in November 2001, this was $4.99. I paid like 15 shit. Fuck yeah. Um, That's awesome. I feel like it's a, I don't know. I feel like it's something I wanted. And, and I she would hang probably out. go, 
Okay, and yeah. then sign it. One hundred percent. She'll give you a look, 100%. and then she'll and then she'll sign it. She knows what she signed. That's up a good for. purchase. That's awesome. That's a great. It should purchase. be the cover of this episode. <laughs> well, I can make that happen, Captain. The Wrestling Stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter, all ingredients are welcome in the Wrestling Stew. I've never seen a fellow yet when you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe five or six weeks or so with the red what do you want to talk about in the stew, Adam? Four-way, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, yeah. Kurt Angle, Edge, and who's the fourth? Ben Chris, <laughs> No wonder you don't want to say the fourth one. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Deathmatch the- Jake recommendation is what you're talking about? Yeah. I thought it was... Smackdown the- from yes. uh, December 5th, 2002. And I started off like I wanted to watch the whole show because it's only an hour, a little over an hour. And I kind of wanted to, like I said last week, kind of get a gauge of where we're at. Yeah, I did the opposite. But uh, that was this the was the main event. event. See, there's yeah. nothing you could do about that. But I skipped around a little bit in it, and it was like Jamie Noble versus I. I, I did the. It, I didn't see him. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't see him. I'm just saying. It was cool because Albert had, versus Rey Mysterio. Yeah, it's to start off. <laughs> yeah, I watched that. Um, there was also a little vignette where. Apparently they were they were Stephanie McMahon must be heading SmackDown at this point, and Eric Bischoff is yes, heading Raw. I did see because that. Stephanie hopped out of a limo it. like as if she just gave a sexual favor to Scott Steiner to get him to join SmackDown brand. Oh. She's like, I did what I had to do so that Scott Steiner would come to SmackDown. <laughs> like it was very implied. I liked it because they time stamped it. And I did read that. It was like, I didn't read that, but it was like <laughs> Scott Steiner and, and Stephanie Alema. And I was like, oh, it's probably like NWO style. They both get out. No. I didn't know what happened in there. Anyway, nobody does. <laughs> Just Holla Steph. if you hear me. Yeah. Steph Scott and the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dems three. Um, I, I liked it because it wasn't. The majority of it was just fucking Edge and Angle. The match? Yeah. Yeah, so the, also Edge got attacked by Albert before the match. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Did he, they shut it? So Albert got attacked, or Edge got attacked by Albert before the match. Like, he ravages fucking knee, which he did to Mysterio after their match, too. Okay. Like, uh, Albert won that match earlier with, like, a backbreaker, pinned him, get the one, two, three, and then, like, hangs Mysterio up in the tree of woe and just yes. beats the shit out of his knee. Okay. So he also takes it to um, Edge. They're not even sure Edge can be in the match. Yeah, because they kept saying came out that, late. Right. I, I dug it because you're right though. The first Benoit was and bang, Guerrero bang, bang, out with, pretty like, quick. Yes. It, yes. And then it was like a PWG match. It was from dude. that point on. I loved it. It was a great recommendation. False finish central. Like it, it took oh an angle God. slam off the top. And of I love it back wing. in this era because they would fucking that the. Baller move was the fucking hit your opponent with his own finisher. finisher. It's no mercy, right? Hundred percent. It, it, it's it's N sixty four. No mercy all day. Yeah, 
You know, you do the little do your opponent's through. taunt and hit their oh, own finisher on them. It's a wrap. But yeah. it kept going. You're right. You're, it was false finish. So all day. many times I thought so it was good. over. You'd, yeah. you'd see the you know edge hits a spear. It's a now a he plus, angle slammed oh, him. I'm sorry, but the old fucking fist smackdown stage with the fist. Oh, I love the great. Fist. The uh, the silver apron. It just took, it really did. Take it brought me back. me back. I loved. I it. dug it. And, yeah, there were so many false finishes, and it ended up being, you know, Edge goes up to the top. I think he hits, like, an elbow drop, which you don't see Edge go to the top very often at all. So you're like, whoa, he's going up. And then he goes up for, like, a second one, and Angle just scurries up the ropes himself, hits a top rope Angle slam to get the win. It was badass. Great, uh, Yeah, great recommendation again. It was a badass match. Um, I do have his recommendation for this week if you'd like to hear it. I would. Been on a roll lately. Hey guys, this is Pure Dad. This is where we go to start. Thanks for tuning in to Door Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison. And this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello, wrestling fans, and we're back with another match recommendation. And this week, we're going back in time once again in our time machine with another banger as we're going to ECW's Guilty as Charged 1999 as we're checking out Tajiri versus Super Crazy. And legitimately, in like 99, 2000, Tajiri was my favorite wrestler in the world. And this match is a good example why. this is. I think this is the first time I ever saw these two, and it just blew my mind as a kid. So I can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about it. Obviously, you can check them out chat on Peacock and check me out on Instagram at PureDad. Don't go to Peachcock. That's a whole different thing. Uh, Japanese Buzzsaw, also one of my favorite wrestlers for a while there. Um, I just love his style. It's like nobody else's. You know, Tajiri is like no, he doesn't work like anybody else. Absolutely. Those I kicks agree. where he kind of like stalls before he just slaps you. He'll bring up like the the uh, the thigh or whatever, and then he'll just slap you with his kick. Fucking also, awesome. uh, had a great run with Lord Steven Regal. Regal. Fuck I guess yeah. it'd be it was like the, the yin to his yang, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Probably shouldn't say yang while talking about a Japanese pro wrestler. Yeah, but, but moving on. Well, yeah, moving on. Good, good recommendation. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, dynamite, obviously. Um, was it? Yuta, I liked it. Yuta, Yuta convinced Jericho to to fucking sacrifice his title shot. What happened? Uh, Wheeler Yuta. It was like I I can beat you, Jericho. And he's like, you can't beat me. And he's like, yeah, I can beat you. And he's like, no, you can't, you can't beat me. And he he's like, yeah, I think I can. And then he's like, nah, you know what? I don't even want to. I don't even want to face you. I, I know I could beat you. And then Jericho's like, no, hold on. Uh, next <laughs> week. Him into it. Next week. You know what? We're having a match. And if you beat me, you get my shot uh, against Moxley. And so tonight, as we're speaking, yes. they're going to have a match. Yes. I have, feel like Jericho is going to win that. Um, speaking of Mox, he successfully defended the interim championship against Roosh, which I thought was a pretty good match. Oh, I, I dug that. I dug it, too. Um, what about Ricky Starks? He defeats Dan Housen to retain the FWF title. Bro. But then he says he's got a little more left in the tank and he wants to do one more open challenge. Unfortunately, they send Hook. Action Bronson starts playing. I was like, I love oh, he's that. in trouble. I love that. It is the best theme music because of there's like a space of when at. The music hits, and then there's something where Action Bronson... Do you fuck with Action Bronson? Not really, but... He sounds like fucking Ghostface Killer, dude. 
It, anyway, when it pops, you're like, it's just, I think it might be the greatest entrance music going right now. I anyway. Think, you know what? As a guy, how about this? As a guy that doesn't fuck with an Action Bronson. You're like, I love this I entrance. love it. I yes. fucking love the entrance. Just listen to when it like So that should hits. tell you everything you need to know, really. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and we have a new FTW champion. Yeah, dude. How cool is that? And how happy must Taz be? But how sad must Ricky Starks be? Yeah, and he cuts this huge baby face promo in the ring afterwards, and it was fire, dude. Like he was like, "I will not be." You know, he's a great baby face. And then his buddy old powerhouse Powerhouse Hobbs Hobbs. turns on his ass. Fuck you. (laughs) That's great. I I dug it. I like that he's got a you know an an inherent feud right there with powerhouse Hobbs. Absolutely. And is Team Taz just like done then? Like. I feel like it is what? because Hook's a tweener. You don't really know what he is. True. And Brian Cage, he's on a fucking milk is carton. He is. Yeah. Apparently he was with the, uh, with the Tully Blanchard crew. And that's, that's, that's gone now. So yeah, I think he's is on he a fucking NBC island. Guy? He's an island. Yeah, he's an island. He's an island boy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you about him, dude. <laughs> um, what else do we see on the show? Oh, Thunder Rosa won her title defense about against that gal. God damn it, the name is slipping me. But the gal beat her over in Japan like is two it, or three is weeks it ago. Masta, Yumista, something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend we didn't say that. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce. Also, it. the trios titles finally formally introduced. That's what they said. Yeah, they showed them on the. They had them on the desk. Who do you think the Bucks are gonna team with? Because there's some uh, B-A-T-E weird shit going on. Well, you watch B-E-T. Tell me about it. Once in a while. Well, okay, so um, I, I have to imagine it's going to be Cole Fish O'Reilly. The Bucks seem like they were trying to... Who were they trying to get with like a week or so ago? No, they were backstage on Dynamite or Rampage. And oh, they were was, like, sometimes I, I confuse Dynamite dude, with B-E-T. Totally. <laughs> All right. Or Dynamite with Rampage. Page? or Dynamite. Hangman Page, yes. Okay. They were trying to get with Hangman that's Page. That's what it is. That's where they're going. Because on B okay, that's what it is. Because on BTE, I didn't watch that. Cole so. is like out or something, and he's like watching BT, and he's like, mm, I don't like this. You know what I mean? Like gotcha. them hanging out with Page, or, or and I thought the I heard the rumor mill or whatever is Omega Bucks. Who the fuck's yeah, I mean, gonna if, who the fuck's gonna beat them? Yeah, if if Kenny's good to go, yeah. By all out, that might definitely be the case. But don't you have to have a tournament to decide it? Like, you would have to... It's hard to have him come back to win that title because you're going to tip the bit earlier on in the tournament. Or right. Something. Unless unless they have the Bucks team with somebody else, that somebody else gets hurt, quotes, Ooh. in quotes. So, and then the final match is, like, at all out. It's like yep. the Bucks and a mystery partner against... There you go. You know. But even then, I think that kind of tips the bit, too, because I everybody would know. But, but Cole, yeah, it's the the BT shows Cole watching that like segment, and he's kind of like, "What the fuck?" Like looking, making it seem like he wants to be the third with the buck. Gotcha. So we'll see. Interesting. Um, other than that, I didn't watch Rampage. I don't know what was on that show. What was I doing Friday night? There was a lot going on. Uh, it, it was, was a busy weekend. Fine. Oh, well, hold on. Daniel Garcia be fucking. Uh, oh, in the fi- in the main event of. Dynamite. That He'd was be great. Fucking Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. Yeah, that there was, was a little bit of fuckery there. Yeah, but 
But he that still was did. Pretty cool. Yeah. I think he leveled up, dude. I think he leveled up too. Red Death is. I think weight. about to like a year ago when we were some of the only people cheering Daniel Garcia. Yes. You were telling me about you're like, keep an eye on. You the, gotta you, keep an eye on that. Check dude. him out, dude. He's badass. I'm like, he's badass. I'm all in. And then we go to All Out Weekend last year. We're yes. in the Rampage Suite with yes. the uh, We Watch Wrestling Boys, and even McCarthy's like. Oh, we had the only four people cheering for Daniel Garcia in our in our suite yes, or whatever. Absolutely, motherfucker. We knew it's always like it's really that. good. You, you feel it good. Is. You do feel good when you found the when guy, your guy before the gets guy. Big. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. SummerSlam, you came over. We watched it on the patio, which was very fucking fun. Yeah, uh, Becky Lynch is now the man. Is was the man still the man? Forever the man. See that picture of her shoulder? Fuck yeah, I did. Mid-match, too. Finished it. Finished it. Remember when the match... Okay, so I'll just say right off Jump Street, I did think the last man standing match was my favorite match on the card. Uh, 100%. But I think I my second favorite match was the Becky-Bianca match. Me too. Even though I got there about five or so minutes Dude, late, I was working. you are 100% right. It was but, a banger. Remember after that match, I was like, oh, this looks shisty. Becky's trying to shake hands with her left hand. Like, nobody shakes oh, hands with yes, your left you hand. did say that. Well, Good call. when your fucking right arm's hanging by a thread, I guess you do shake hands with your left hand. We got yeah. to see Bailey come back uh, along Dakota with Dakota Kai, Kai, who we thought was. Eo. Yeah. Eo I like Sky. That. Eo Sky, not Eo Shirai. Sky and Kai. Sky and <laughs> Kai. You gotta market that, dude. They beat it. They beat him. Uh, they beat up. Uh, what's her face on Raw too? Yes. Who was it? Becky. 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 She's gone. That's just getting her She's written gone. off TV for yeah. a few weeks. Yeah. I did watch Raw, Adam, because huh? of, it was you know, pretty good. Wasn't bad. Dude, Champa is fucking. Yes. Can we just get okay? So it's they on did, its way, dude. Yeah, they I think two, it's on its way. They did two um, U.S. Championship triple threats. Yeah, the winner faces Bobby Lashley. I liked how they did the two triple threats with the winner of those wrestling in the main event. Yes, winner to of that get goes to that. on. Yeah, so Champa wins the one, and who won the other? AJ. Yeah. Yep. So fucking yeah. Champa got the win over Ciampa. AJ. Yes, it was awesome. A little fuckery too, but whatever. A little bit. I do like. You're right. I think. I think. Like it's I said last week, you can't change Don't everything overnight. The fucking world, but I like this. I remember. I Raw. think. Okay, I think <laughs> things will be like if you asked me two weeks ago what happened to Raw. I'd be like, I don't know, dude. Four thing or no one thing. Yeah, I remember three things. Yeah, out of three hours, pretty good, pretty damn good. And I think you know Rome wasn't built in a day. And I think when we get yeah. towards like Royal Rumble, Let's I'm looking this. forward for some unexpected shit to happen. In the you know, Royal Rumble, well, I think Triple H is going to mend some fences yeah. and uh, you know, you know, bring back some bridges that maybe have been burned before by Vince, and things get cooking. You know, Royal Rumble and towards WrestleMania, I th- it's not going to be an overnight thing. But I would no. fucking love, like I said earlier in the show, a black and gold NXT invasion angle, I would something too. of that nature, because they've just that. scrapped that. They've ju- they've just Whatever NXT was in its heyday is just fucking gone, and and it was so good. He can't do both though. No, but I'm just saying. That, like, I can, no, no, I can, no, 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 no. I'm not asking for that. Do whatever saying, you want. Oh, you know what? I, I don't care. You're saying, you're saying some guys heavy that, hitters from NXT just run up and like we're we're and black get and gold into Raw. Boom. Yeah, and it's a because he's kind of doing that. Maybe with it's Dakota. five or six guys. Sure. 
Yeah, because he's kind of doing that. Give me Champa. Give me Gargano. Dakota Sky. Fuck, uh, yeah, give me you know something like that. I think that would be really cool. That'd be fun. And I think it would feed into their next big pay per view, which is Survivor Series. And they've done there SmackDown versus Raw versus yeah. NXT before a million times. I don't know what you're doing with NXT 2.0. I don't really give a shit. But like, I don't know. I'm I'm glad to see that things are kind of turning a little bit. I, I think it was. Yeah, Vince Averill said it might be a placebo effect, but I, it did seem better. And I'm like, it does. Yeah, I don't last know. week too. Last week too yeah. seemed better. Right. Uh, your okay. father-in-law, I ran into him last night, and oh. he even said, "Really? I think, uh, I think uh, I tune in." He didn't watch last night or the night before, but he goes, "I think I'm going to give it a go." I'm like, "I think you should." Because He's always said that. I won't until Vince is gone. Well, yeah. he's gone. Yeah. Okay. I, like I it. dig it. And then we, we'd be remiss if we didn't. Oh, well, the fucking Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns match. Is there anything else on SmackDown you want to talk about no. before that? No. SummerSlam fucking tractor was the best. Dude, when he, <laughs> when he first drove the tractor to the ring, I was already like, they're going to take a bump off the scoop or whatever. Like, it's going to be fine, whatever. I did not think that at some point in the match that he was going to push. push the ring about four feet, which how scared must you have been to be Michael Cole and Corey Graves yeah. when that ring's just getting pushed your way? Because he obviously needed to be over, like, to the left another yeah. foot and a half to get... He's trying to get under it. He was yeah. down. He pushed it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he scoops that bitch up, and one corner is hanging about eight feet in the air. Dope. Roman bumps out of that. Oh, did you see the thing where... Um, Brock cuts his promo in the scoop and then tosses the mic, and Roman just like barely flinches his hand and catches the mic. No, oh, dude, look that up. Okay, uh, so Brock, that's cut, awesome. Brock cuts his, his entrance promo or whatever, and then just fucking tosses the like. I thought he threw the mic like on the ground. Like, mm-hmm. no, he like tosses it, and Roman doesn't even like. To say he moved his arm is a complete overstatement. He just like goes like this and snatches the microphone out of the air and then gives Brock a wink. And it was what? so fucking badass. It's like perfect throwing the, the perfect. towel yeah, on dude. fucking Curtis it Hughes. Was the gum. Yeah, it was like all that <laughs> shit. But that last man standing match, I've heard people give it a little bit of shit. Like how, how much fucking tomfoolery went into that. But Brock Lesnar is a... Is the Terminator? That's how I talk to you. I'm like, this is what you need. If you're yeah, gonna have he's Brock Lesnar, lose, you like, have to bring the the whole army. Yeah, and you have to dump everything on him because he's gonna keep coming back. Yeah, and guess what? He's gonna come back again. Yeah, he will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a guy Troy at Bags is like, well, that, I don't know, it wasn't a good match. And I'm like, it's a last man standing match. He's like, but it took the Usos, Heyman. Uh, uh, Austin Theory. Oh, Heyman took an F five through a table. So did us. You know, everybody. Everybody died. Oh God, that second. I forgot about that second yeah. Roman bump through the table that was already smashed. And then they had to terrible. bury him in all the bullshit and the yeah. tables and the shit. It's like, yeah, that's what you do with the fucking bad guy. That's or, the story or, you're or, telling. Or the the Myers or the whatever you're. You know. Yeah. It is what it is. And guess what? He'll be back. Yeah. And when he comes back, it'll be awesome. It's gonna be great. I love that. I saw somebody be like, Vince. Uh, it was like Brock Lesnar <laughs> finds out Vince left. And he's like, Vince left. I'm fucking out of here. And they're like, we'll let you drive a tractor to SummerSlam. Oh, man. I'm in. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> Did you see? Now, I was going to put the the uh, the picture for this week's episode being Brock Lesnar 
sitting in the corner of the ring when I was like eight feet in the yes. air. Yes. Um, but what did you you just you just said I should do something else? What was that? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> oh, the Stephanie McMahon magazine cover. Oh, the cover. Daddy's Dead <laughs> yeah. or whatever the hell. On I'll the, do that one. The 2004 fucking WWE 2001. one. They didn't even, <laughs> even get the better. F out yet. They didn't even get the F out yet. No. Love it. Ric Flair's last match. Real quick, let's do like two or three minutes on this before we hit the hay. Uh, the card was, was fun. Uh, they kept all the matches short, which I did. Some I would have liked to gone longer. It reminded me, I said to you at the time, it reminded me of one of those thriller boxing matches that we would get (laughs) it just seemed like you were trying to pack too much shit into the show and i did like like, what if we had this guy fight this guy that's what thriller is and i liked how they would like you know if it was a triple a match they would bring in like the triple a announcer because tony shivani and davy crockett don't know shit about that right so i like how they had kind of a rotating third for their their announce booth but the mat, yeah, you're right. The matches were all pretty quick. Some of the matches that I was most looking forward to, I felt were a little underwhelming. I agree. But I think at but the end of the day. some other ones over delivered. Like, uh, I, I think that the Battle Royal was fucking way more than I expected. Oh, because GCW invaded. Very true. <laughs> that was fun. But, uh, you know, everybody got their shit in or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, what was it? I felt terrible for Rachel Ellering, who looked like she hurt herself. Yeah. You know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Gresham's gal Jordan, Jordan Grace, Grace like rolled up on her ankle like two yes. seconds into the oh match. Oh my god! But she did end up finishing that match, which was nice. Very true. Um, and I think that was the goal too. Is let's we're gonna have all these promotions show up, but let's not get anybody hurt. Like right, you know. Uh, and then I don't know. I guess so. Other than the the best match was probably fucking. Taurus and fucking Bandito and that whole scramble. Yeah. That four way. That was yeah. pretty fun. Remember when fucking Taurus caught Bandito? Was it him? That was saved his life oh, by yeah, about yeah, yeah. four yeah. inches. <laughs> From his head hitting this pavement. Holy shit. Yeah. I wanna that should be our gif. That was crazy. Alright. Um yeah, and then it was I, fun. I mean, I anytime you can get together and watch something that you don't know what it's going to be. I've bought pay per views like, oh, that kind of sucked. No, I was entertained That's the whole time. Not what that was. No, and I was I was worried for Flair, and it was started at five oh five Central Time. We were I was home by eight. Like, yeah, fucking rule. Was, that was nice. Kendra will goes. You're home early. And I'm like, yeah. This is Triller. <laughs> the one thing that just blows my mind is there's a million. Like I said at the beginning of the show million motherfuckers in that and that watching at home or in in the nashville Fair auditorium really, yeah. yeah municipal auditorium and rick flair really fucking pops for kid rock <laughs> he sure did that was his jam dude all right man fucking best in the world but you do you flair <laughs> Woo! it was fu- it was fun it was great i you know well well fucking uh money well spent Who's the next one to get their last match po- promoted by Conrad? Somebody won't, out there. Won't be Foley. Maybe Angle. Ooh, I could totally see Angle. Gets with some doctors. And they're like, okay. Hey, Why can- do you say it won't be Foley? Because <sighs> he's in the WWE family again, I no. think. No, no. I don't think that. I think he is. They just pulled he's all this hurt, shit from Carlos He T. just is fucking... He's been through... 
We are watching Bret Bret Hart. We're watching. No, never. No. We're watching retro Raws where he's getting thrown into tables. 24 years ago. Yeah, but what I'm saying is a couple weeks off of the Hell in the Cell thing. Yeah, dude. That blows my mind. Like, I don't know. I remember thinking, I can't believe he's on the show. Yeah. You know? That was two weeks ago. But it was the next night if you really think about it, too. Okay, man. You want to? Or two nights later. Want to go to a table? Can we'll I give ch- you the night off in Poughkeepsie, but we're going to need you in Albany right. the next night. Like, Do you care if we hit you the chair then? <laughs> Fuck that. I don't know. I think, I hope I think nobody. the whole thing was a resounding success, and but I, I do too. I feel I came out of it feeling a little dirty about the flair match itself. I agree. And, and there are differences like when they're like stings. All right. I see Sting jumping off his shit all the time in AEW, and I'm kind of okay with it. And then I see, uh, I don't know. Well, then, all right, you get you get people that show up that are told they can never wrestle again. Then you look at fucking, you know, Brian Danielson, or you see fucking Edge, or yeah, whatever. I, I nothing's off the table with how. Um, Technology and in, in the in the you know medical field is and now. doing it the ta- the tag team route kind of right. took the burden so, off. So of you it. know what you could get a McFoleyan. I don't think he wants to. I don't think he needs to. I don't think t- Taker's done. Like I don't know. Maybe it all depends on how much money gets thrown at these guys. To be honest yeah. with you, I, I don't. That's I don't give a shit who you are. If somebody says I'll give you a million dollars, and, and I'll, I'll three of those guys go, I'm good on money, and just I don't. I'm not doing that. I don't know. Fo- like I feel like Foley is, but I also the feel like Foley's. Is- one well, of those he guys came that- out. He threw Frank the Clown in. Oh, you didn't show up yet. Yeah, it was in the pre-show. Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> he just threw him to Jacob Fatu. There you go. He didn't do anything. By the way, right. Jacob Fatu never ceases to amaze me. Simone Werewolf. Did you see his tweet? He's like, "Do not." Call me the tribal chief from the hood. I do not fucking want that. They kept saying that, right? Yeah, they kept saying that. He's like, that is fucking at Roman Reigns. Like on his Twitter today, he's like, I don't want that. I'm like, he's a fucking Samoan werewolf. It's yes, best name is. ever. He is. All right. Well, thank you guys for bearing with us through this one. I think it was a good show, Adam. It's getting pretty fucking late. Um, what do we got? About another 48 hours on this pro wrestling tea sale. Let's rack up some t-shirts. Right. Grab a t-shirt. Oh, I do want to say this Friday, we got ACW 48 at the Masonic Center. They're going to do their all-star, all-star Rumble. Rumble. And a shout out to JWA. We just did a uh, national night out. Uh, it was a little fun show. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing. Yeah, nice. Sorry. I missed it, man. It was great. It was actually very fun. Um, I did a little ring announcing for that and I heard uh, you did a great job. Yeah. Several people have said that. I'm very happy to hear that. Um, but really I want to plug this pro wrestling tea site. Also, um, kind of a grassroots campaign where, um, the whole, the whole podcast in general, like it only keeps going. If you know, I, I just want it to grow. So yeah, it's like tell a friend. It takes no money and very little effort for you to tell somebody that they that's into wrestling. Hey, check these guys out because that's one of the things I've heard most is, "Hey, you guys do a great show," and I'm like, I just wish more people were hip to it. Yeah, so that's how I found all podcasts I listen to now. Is yes, from by word of going, mouth. You so might it takes like you two this. seconds. Yeah, uh, do us a favor. Just just throw it out there to somebody that who might like it and appreciate that. I did talk to Swaggle today. I was like. Um, 
you should let me announce another entrant into that all-star rumble. Oh, nice. Goes, I love it. He goes, I don't think we're going to announce any more entrants. I was like, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have waited till the last minute, but thanks anyways. Hey, you got to try, right? <laughs> but yeah, that's always a fun show. So we'll be in Oshkosh. Full report on that uh, next week on the show. Thank you, guys. Anything else from you? Uh, no, survey says. Another one for the good guys. Give it, give it. Bigger than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes. 